lockdown has been absolutely horrendous for me. Um, mental health would be a big issue. Um, been hospital 17 times, 17 times suicide survivor. It's not hasn't been good. Welcome back to the Include Youth Podcast uh, with me, your host, Niall Cook, and my co-host, uh, Oma Senior Youth Worker, Ronan Boyle. Hello. And today we have Balamina EBE, James Foster. How are you today, James? I'm good. How are you? Good, good, good. Uh, today's podcast will, uh, will be released as a special edition, James, um, for Care Week. Care Day is the 19th of February uh, each year, and Include Youth like to make a big deal of this event. Um we have a series of activities running all week with our young people. Um, Care Day in particular is the world's biggest celebration of children and young people with care experience. Uh, so day, today's podcast is going to be Friday's finale um, for Care Week, um, James. So you have an important message for care experience young people and it will give them an opportunity to learn from your experiences. So yeah. I'm glad that people are going to get a chance to hear your story. So we're going to start from, well, I suppose last night, you know, we talked about um, this. We heard on the news that this is possibly going to be the last lockdown. It's going to be cautious but irreversible, Boris Johnson said. So I was just interested to see how lockdown has been for you over the last year. Um, Have you had any issues? Um, I know a lot of our young people have felt isolated, which has affected their mental health. How's it been for you? Lockdown has been absolutely horrendous for me. Um Okay. Mental health would be a big issue. Um, been hospital seventeen times, seventeen times suicide survivor. It's not hasn't been good. Right. Okay. That's quite a lot. Yeah. Um, was this magnified by lockdown, or would you? It was magnified by alcohol and the lockdown itself. Being eighteen, you know, you've got that freedom of being able to walk into an off license and buy a drink. But yeah. Maybe it's not the best idea at the moment. Yeah. So you so you're you you like the social aspect? Yeah, I like the social aspect of Yeah, and a lot of our young people have been it's it's been a tough year for everybody and you've been in hospital seventeen times. Yeah. Seventeen times survivor. That's a that's a lot of times. Um do you think if we hadn't been in lockdown, would you have been in hospital as many times? Probably not, no. I think the lockdown has a big impact on everyone. Like Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that goes without saying. Um, I, I would say, obviously, the hospital has been a great support for you then. Yeah, great support. Have you been, would you know nurses and things there now? Would you? Oh, I'm pretty sure that hospital sick of seeing me. <laughs> so, okay, let's get it in terms of care week. So how long have you been in care, James? I have been in care for a total of 13 years. Okay, that's quite a long time. Yeah. So what age did you go on to, what age are you now and what age did you go on to care? I'm, I'm 18 now. I went into care at the age of 10, been in care ever since. And what led to you being in care? Um, my mum wasn't capable of looking after me or my siblings due ah. to a strange addiction, Right. Okay. I would call it. And did you go straight into care in a foster home or a children's home or did you go to a family member? Um, I went to my granny, so I was in kinship care for... Eight years. Wasn't really best time. Started off very well, but then placement started to break down. Granny started getting agitated. Then... Well, it must have been tough on your granny. Your granny's probably an yeah. older woman taking on a big responsibility. Tensions high, were they, in yeah. that relationship? Yeah, very, very high. And did that lead you then to leaving your granny? Yeah. So how long have you been away from your granny? I've been away from my granny for 
I'd say three years now. And is that a children's home or foster homes? Or? Foster homes. How has the foster system been then for you? How's your experience of it? Well, I've been bounced around. It's not bad. You know, I've learned a couple of that. It's, it's interesting to find new people and their aspect on things. How many different families have you been around? I have been around a total of 11 families. Oh, right. That's quite a lot. And is there a reason why you moved around so many? These, they were trying to find me a permanent placement, but couldn't find one just yet. So they put me in temporary placements just for the meantime until they could find a permanent one. Right. So it wasn't the fact that you weren't engaging with families or you didn't No, I was engaging very well. I was like, I was a down-to-earth person. I would tell them everything. It's just so would there, would there been a, like if you weren't moving around they weren't tampany as there were certain families that you would have liked to have stayed with yeah but overall you find the care system was a good experience yeah the care system was and a good were you experience. all over northern ireland yeah right okay different types of places mm-hmm. belfast yeah right okay just a wee question how has going through the care system changed you as a person do you feel that you're like tougher or more resilient because of your experiences i'm definitely more resilient i'm a lot tougher than i used to be i got a lot i've had a lot of support from foster carers and social workers um just in general it's been been a good experience good uh in those times so you probably were going through the foster system from about 13, 14? Yeah. So you were then at school heading into your GCSEs, yeah. um, studying. Um, were you in a lot of schools or were you just based in the one school? I was just based in the one school. Right, okay. And how was school for you, James? School wasn't great. Um, it's a funny story. First year, um, everything went perfectly fine until I came out. Yep. With my sexuality as being gay. Yes. Um, then things started to get really, really, really bad. Bullying started to come. It would start off very mild. Um, progressed in the second year. It would have gotten worse. Third year, it was beyond culpable with. But yes. I stuck it till my fourth year and then finally had to leave because it was getting too much. But thinking back, I think it was a stupid idea to leave school without any qualifications. Because now I'm stuck in the middle of trying to find a job and no qualifications to get a job. Yeah. So it hasn't been the best experience. I know, but look, I think you're brave for saying that. Like, you know, it's it's hard. It's hard to be in school and be seriously bullied yeah. and stick it through. I you know that. I don't think you should beat yourself up for leaving. Um, no person deserves to have that kind of abuse. Um, how were you not supported by teachers or never? Teachers wanted nothing to do with it. Right. Okay. To be honest, I think teachers are just there to get their money and do their job, and at the end of the day, they just go home to their families and forget anything ever happened. That you think they struggled with the situation yeah. and how to deal with it? Yeah. They right. Okay. Just haven't got the amount of training to deal with it. Yeah, that's an interesting point. That's a very interesting point. So you think that they they weren't able to cope with the situation, no. so they just blanked it? Yeah. Leading to you. But then that leaves you coming out... Hurt. Hurt and with no qualifications. So off the back of that, you joined Give and Take with Include Youth. Yep. 
you have got some qualifications now. You're still working through your level one and your level two maths and English. Yeah. Uh, you pass your ACT. Yeah. If it hadn't have been for the pandemic, you probably would have been finished these qualifications yeah. by now. Would have. So how was your experience with Give and Take? Um, Give and Take, it's been, it's been good. Um, very interesting. Everybody's like so straightforward. They're like all down to earth. They're not. Yeah. They're not like teachers in school. Like they're yeah. very laid back. And they listen to you more. Like you get more support from giving tech than you would from a normal skill. Yeah. So it's not as formal. It's not as rigid. No. It's not as structured. If you want to go for a smoke, you can go for a smoke. Yeah. If you can't make it on a day, they're a wee bit more understanding. Yeah. More lenient. Yeah. And you're also, as part of the Give and Tech program, you are an EBE, which is an ex- uh, expert by experience. So we are utilizing James and his experiences for him to advocate for other young people. So he has a lot of experience in care and life experience and he is able to pass that on to other young people. So you're part of a group and you do you do give advice and even this podcast today as an EBE is you giving advice to other young people. Yeah. What if moving forward, you know, if you were trying to give back to other young people, um, what is one of the main things that you would say to young people that is Good advice going forward. You need to have resilience. Resilience, yes. Yeah. If you're going to get knocked back, you need to get back up. Don't ever give up because there would be no point of giving up because you know if you give up, it's just going to make you look weak. Yeah. So you need to get back up and back out there again. And if you get knocked back again, just keep going. So a lot of younger young people have been through a lot of trauma. Yeah, a lot of trauma. I've been through a lot of trauma, but I learned to stick up for myself, get back up again and deal with it. Yeah. It's not going to be easy. It's Never very is. difficult. But you'll learn how to deal with it. Yeah. So you've so through your experiences yeah. is the main reason that you know how to deal with it now. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what's your support network like? I have a real good support network at the moment. Yeah. Um, social workers, mental health teams. Yeah. Doctors, GPs. Yeah. Foster parents. A lot of the time, um, when we're talking to young people, social workers um, kind of get a bad rap. But you had a good experience with social workers. I had a really good experience with social workers. Yeah, uh, you have always felt supported yeah. and needed. And going forward, yeah, yeah, that's good. So next year, you're eighteen now. Um, you are still in care. Yeah. So next year, you leave and you're going to be getting get, getting your own house. Yeah. How does that make you feel? Are you a bit anxious? Are you excited? A bit of both. Yeah. Anxious and excited. So you've always been you've always been in care, so you've always you know, when you're out on your own you're gonna to have to do all your own washing and cooking and oh, looking I love, after I your love own. doing all that stuff. I don't So have, you feel prepared, yeah. you feel like you have got the tools yeah. to go forward? It's just being in foster care, you've picked up everything along the way. Not yeah. not all people are bad. It, could just be based on the young person and their yeah. aspects of life, the trauma they've gone to. So it would be better sitting down and talking to them about their trauma and trying to find the best foster parent to suit their needs. So kind of, so care can be what you make it? Yeah. So that that's a good bit of advice, James. That's I think that's, that's a really good takeaway from your experience in care is yeah. you found it interesting. You didn't blame any of the people. You embraced the foster system 
um, you were moving around, you seen that as a chance to see different areas, meet new people. Do you have friends in all these different areas? Yeah, I have a lot of friends in all these areas. Excellent. Very good. So that, that helps build your network if yeah. you embrace, embrace the process. Um, and it's good to hear that um, social workers were um, a good support for you and they always have been and you have a good word because I think that's a good message as well. Just you know, embrace it. Um, make it what it is for you, what you want it. Yeah. And you've had a good experience. Um, do you have siblings? Or are you? I have four siblings. I have four sisters. I'm the only boy. Right. Okay. That's quite a big family. Quite a big family. Yeah. And are they? They are they also care experienced? My wee sister is, and so with my big sister we. But they are too. They live with their dad, so they're not really. Right. Okay. A care. But you don't get. Do you not get to see them? Or no, I don't get to see the two youngest, but the. The youngest sort of is all, Paige. Um, she's you she, have a she, bond? she looks up to me. And That's good. I'm grateful for. Her. Excellent. Me and her have the best bond in the family. So right, and how do you, as you don't have the same relationship with your other siblings. No, I wouldn't have the same. I did have the same relationship with my big sister, but broke down. Yeah, broke down. Broke down because you're all in care, or yeah. And how does that how does that affect you? Not not knowing that you have four sisters, but you don't have the same relationship with all them sisters. Well, the minute I would keep to my youngest sister because she needs someone to look up to. Yeah, she's um, with your granny. Yeah, she's with my granny. Yeah. So she's starting out where you started out. Yep. What's their relationship back? Is that a wee bit? My granny and my wee sister's relationship. My my granny wants to strangle her half the time. <laughs> <laughs> so your your relationship with your granny was. It was good until. I turned 16. Yeah. And then everything went downhill. Yeah. Um, she struggled with you coming out. She's yeah. very old school. Yeah, she didn't take it very well. Right. And did that lead to you eventually leaving? Yeah. Yeah. So she couldn't deal. She couldn't cope. She was almost like, I suppose then you've had it from many different angles. Teachers, yeah. grannies, just can't cope with. Yeah, but you would think grannies are all nicey, nicey, you know, but like. Uh, but you, you can find that sometimes that uh, they, they're a different generation, stuff yeah, like gonna, that. You're going to have that old grand, grandparent that's going to be like, oh, I don't know what to do. Yeah. What do I say? But that happens all the time, James. There's mothers and fathers that yeah. struggle to cope with. Because they've grown up with yep. old school parents. Yeah. So they've kind of carried on the yeah. heritage. Yeah. And that's another thing, James. You should advocate for um, other young people who are going through the same issues. Yeah. Um, we are hoping to do um, a series of videos which James is going to take part in um, talking about his school experience and, and his bullying and um, uses it as an avenue for young people to get help. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a strong message, uh, James, and it's good to hear your story. And I think um, if any other young people can get a chance to hear this, for anybody else that's coping um, for anybody affected by any of the things in this um, podcast they can contact Samaritans or Lifelines but I think there's a real message there about resilience yeah and your strength coming through all that trauma James yeah um, so thank you very much for sharing you're welcome um, we're going to get this out and we're going to get this to as many people as possible and it's a great message to have for Care Day yeah it allows young people to see that um Care can be what you make it. Yeah. If you definitely. want it to be a bad experience, it can be a bad experience, but it's, it's good that you embraced it 
it's good that you made it what it was mm-hmm. and you can advocate for care and you can advocate for other young people and you yeah. made it through and most importantly you build up a lot of resilience yeah so thank you very much for coming today james um we really appreciate it and so that's goodbye from me bye and goodbye from me thank you very much james see you all again <laughs> bye <laughs>